that action. Let me get the notes pulled up. Alrighty. Let me go ahead and get the other thing about pulled up. Alright. This is the pre roll. Have we ever done a show on a Tuesday before? Um no. I know we've done it on like a Thursday before though. This is true. I do remember that. You know what oh, I f- it only took five years in the making. Right? You know what I fucking hate? You know, like, when you have cords and they, they just, like, curl up within itself? Like, why does it do that? Like wires and stuff? Yeah, why the fuck do they do that? I don't get it. They're out to get you, buddy. Like, They're out to get you. Twitch stream. Explain. <laughs> Hold on. Uh, okay. Looks good. Hopefully it sounds good. I'm going to check that in a second. Uh, because we're just firing away. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Uh, live. Whoops. Uh, because we're just firing away. Let's see. Okay. Let's see, let's see. Talk for me, Gabe, real quick. I'm speaking into the microphone for a sound check on Twitch.tv. <laughs> Shut up. Oh. Can you hear me? Oh, uh. You're good. <laughs> You're good. Okay. Oh, yeah, it sounds fucking good on Twitch, man. I'm glad that they had that out for uh, last last episode because that was frustrating. I don't know if tasty, it, tasty, tasty. I don't know if it was a situation because you know how um, Craigbot freaked out in the middle of that. Yeah. I don't know if it had something to do with that or whatever, but the audio came in real shitty, real shitty last time. So um, hopefully, it sounds better for the the folks. Alrighty, one more second. I gotta pull up my baseball game because you know, gotta have it ready just in case. All right, <clears throat> are you ready, Gabe? Oh yeah. What's going on, guys? Welcome to the Second City Kids Podcast, episode number one hundred and sixty-two. One sixty-two, and we are back on a Tuesday night. On the south side of Chicago, Illinois, as me and Gabe mentioned prior to uh, starting up the show, um, I don't think we've ever done a, um, a Tuesday night before, so kind of weird, kind of weird for us. Uh, yeah, super weird. Uh, first and foremost, before we dive into the agenda, happy five years of podcasting, buddy. Absolutely. So um, I mentioned something on Twitter, but uh, yeah, like Gabe said, we have done this show for officially for five years, over five years. I think the first episode was posted like on the 12th or something like, no, at the 12th, that's a couple more, maybe like the ninth or something like that of uh, 2015, which we have come a long way since then. So if you guys have been around that long, we appreciate it. Um, all the like and support and views and whatever comments, whatever it may be, we appreciate it because it's been a, a lot of fun. Um, you know, I've mentioned this before. The whole point of the show was, you know, me, Gabe and other people, just the stupid conversations that we would have. And I thought it'd be kind of fun to be able to relive those one day. So um, that's the whole point of the podcast. And that's why we do it. And uh, I'm glad that it hasn't changed a whole lot since then, you know. Uh, so, yeah, that's that's the deal with that. But before we get started into that, um, Gabe, it's, it's been like a, like a month almost, I would say, since we ran a show. Uh, what you been up to, man? What I've been up to? Um, what yeah, what have I been up to? <laughs> uh, just working, living life. Uh, got another car, so that's fun. 
He doesn't uh, stop, guys. He's, it's just ridiculous. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm on a roll. Somebody stop me. Yep. Um, dude, that's just pretty much been it, man. You know, just the day-to-day mundane grind. I kind of started uh, falling off the whole video game thing, but now I'm hopping back on and stuff, so that's okay. fun. <laughs> Okay. But yeah, dude, other than that, we just we just living, you know? Absolutely. L-I-V-I-N. I agree. But yeah, um, well, I'm glad that, that, that you've been uh, just kind of hanging out and chilling. Uh, for me, um, what have I been up to? I feel like I've been up to a lot. So I, I've actually gotten to a, I've started a new hobby. Uh, I've been collecting baseball cards. All right. By the way. I don't know if uh, you know. I don't know if you're, you're been aware, but I know you're you're a card guy in general when it comes to like trading cards. Shit's expensive, man. Ain't no joke. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's, absolutely. It's not a joke. But I've been getting into it. I'm looking for one particular card in general. Um, so I'm hunting upwards and downwards and trying to find this card. It's a rookie card for a White Sox player who might win Rookie of the Year. Um, so I've been on the hunt and I've opened up a variety of boxes and I still have yet to find it. So I'm a little upset, uh, <laughs> a little aggravated, uh, but. But, uh, yeah, I'm still going to be on the prowl. So that's that's part of my agenda. On top of the fact that baseball season is going tremendously well for your boy. The Bears won. And for the first time in a very long time, Jacob's pretty happy with his sports teams. So, uh, yeah, man, I'm, I'm glad that, uh, you know, I don't have to be aggravated this fall, at least for now. So, yeah, man, uh, that's what I've been have going on over here. And I just wanted to, uh, you know. Just get the show done. So let's go ahead and get this started. Uh, I believe this is you because I did not put this yeah, on here. So I, I kind of thought that this was fun because I think everybody has like a most painful zit story. <laughs> yes, yes, this is true. Do you know yours off the top of your uh, head? It wasn't a, a zit per se, um, but I did have something that was like, um, I don't know. Like I said, it wasn't exactly a zit. It was more of like a, what, what do they call those things? Like a blackhead? No. Ah, shit. Uh, fuck. It was like a boil almost. Okay. Underneath my armpit one time. Oh. Yeah. Oh. So it was like really bad. Like it was like really painful and really irritable. I, I sorry. Sorry, Twitch. Uh, <laughs> it was like really, really bad and really irritable. And it, it bothered me for like a week. And I, I tried to leave it alone the best I can. But you know, it's like, it's like a situation where like you got like a sore tooth, but you can't help but to constantly touch, touch it. it. Yeah. You can't, you can't help it. It was kind of like that. And I went, I went on like that for like a week, like I said. And then eventually I just got fucking agitated with it. I'm like, you know what? Either this thing goes or I do. <laughs> so I popped it and it was fucking disgusting. It was fucking vile what was going on. Right. Yeah, it hurt like a motherfucker. And dude, it like, uh, yeah, this is going to sound really bad. But do you remember, um, you've seen Beauty and the Beast, right? Yeah, of course. You know when, uh, when they're talking about the gray stuff? It's delicious. Oh, that's what it looked like. It was, it was coming out of my fucking arm. It was gross. <laughs> oh man, that's properly disgusting. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, guys. But uh, he asked, and you know, asking you shall receive around here. Uh, but that's probably the grossest, most painful experience I had with that. So yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh. I need a second. Okay, yeah, give him a second, guys. I know. It was a lot. I'm sorry. I, I told him. I warned him. But uh, he asked, so it is what it is. <laughs> I have I have two that come to mind. Okay. One I had on the inside of my ear on the cartilage right outside the, the ear canal. Uh-huh. And there, there was no good, like, angle to pop that motherfucker. Yeah. And that one hurt. It didn't hurt popping it, but the after effect stung Ugh. so fucking bad it stung for like two days afterwards uh. and then i had another one that was on the inside of my nose Ooh, yeah that one hurt to pop 
But man, oh man, did that motherfucker come back the next day, bro? He was mad. What? Yeah, he was mad. Like my shit was swollen, bro. It looked like <sighs> I was doing coke again. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> again, he had to slip that in there. Really? So it came back the next day, like like nothing happened. Well, you know, like when you pop one, and the next day you just got clear pus in it. Yeah. Yeah, that. Yeah. Except like swollen now, so it was like twice as big. Oh. Damn. And I couldn't, like, breathe out of that nostril because it was on, like, the nostril wall. Not oh. on the inside where the septum is, on the other side, right? So, like, you even touch the outside of my nose. I'm already like, ah. Oh, my goodness. That's fucking devastating. Yeah, that, w- that was a nightmare. That was a fucking shit show, was it? <laughs> what inspired this, Gabe? What inspired Um, Oh, you know, because I, I, I had one the other day where I, like, I, like, squinted in the mirror and it was, like, on my eyebrow, and that motherfucker just shot, you know? And I was like, wow, I didn't have to do anything, right? And I was just, I was just reflecting on, like, all the god-awful uh, ones I've had. Uh, can I think of another one that was, like, really bad? No, I can't really think of one that was, like, really, really bad like that. Yeah, because that, that boil was, like, the worst I've ever experienced. Huh. Yeah, that's the only one I can think of off the top of my head. Maybe I'll get back to it in, uh, throughout the show. I mean, it's, it's already properly raunchy so I yeah hope that's, more. that was that was pretty that was pretty hardcore but yeah man so okay interesting i like that that's fun that's fine i can't believe we haven't talked about our zits yet 162 episodes in and this is the first time we brought it up yeah uh, right like 300 ish <laughs> hours <laughs> yeah, absolutely so let's go ahead and get into this agenda so um i would say pretty pretty well balanced other than the music music has been uh falling behind because you know how you mentioned how how you're kind of out of the gaming thing right well, yeah. I'm kind of out of the music thing right now. I, I haven't really been listening to anything new. I, I'm trying to seek out new things, and I actually did come across a couple of things on my new uh, for new for you this week uh, thing on play uh, or the playlist on uh, Apple Music. Uh, but I don't have any like formal thoughts yet. So maybe next week we'll have a beefier agenda when it comes to the music. But we got movies, TV, and books, and let's go ahead and get into it. So I finally saw Knives Out. Right, Knives Out. Big movie, Phenomenal, huh? yep. Uh, Daniel Craig, uh, I forget Anna Demaris, um, you know uh, Jamie Lee Curtis, uh, Chris Evans, basically like a who's who. We talked about uh, Death on the Nile last time out, and um, so I, I finally came across it. It was on Apple TV, and I rented it. I'm like, you know what? I'm like, I wanted to see it in theaters, uh, but I didn't ever get around to it. I'm like, I think it's worth the rent. Gabe liked it. I know, I remember. So yeah, I finally watched it and sat down, and man, this movie. Had me on the edge of my seat, bro, throughout the whole entire thing. And um, it was just a great, fun movie, a great whodunit. And I mentioned this before when we talked about um, Murder on the RNA Express when we saw it in theaters originally. But the best thing about a movie that's like a whodunit is your ability to kind of put it together um, after the fact, right? If all the clues were. In front of you, you just didn't know it, right? This movie had that. You know, they had all the little clues and things like that in front of you. And if you were smart enough or were paying attention closely enough, you could put it together. Uh, but it also didn't take away from um, the suspense of it because this movie was just fun, man. It was just a fun movie to watch. And, you know, at first you think that you're cheering for certain people. But in actuality, it turns out that most of the people, except one or two, are kind of shitty <laughs> in the movie, and you end up in a situation where you're not really cheering for anybody uh, until like the person that you want to get out of the situation kind of shows up. And uh, Daniel Craig was phenomenal. The accent, I, I thought I wasn't going to like it. 
And then I, I actually kind of grew into it, and I kind of hope he talks like that from here on out and all his other movies, even as Bond, you know, <laughs> allow him to talk like that. Um, Anna Damaris was absolutely fantastic. Uh, totally, uh, totally a sympathetic character. You totally feel for her that she kind of got lost in these people crazy world. And um, I guess on the other end of it, it turned out better than them. So it was wonderful. I would definitely recommend it. If I saw it, is this, did this come out this year? Uh, 2019. Okay, 2019. Um, this would have been up there on my list if I had saw it at the year at, when the year uh, came to an end. So um, it was very, very good. I would definitely recommend it. It is a solid A minus. Um, yeah, just just really, really cool. So definitely recommend yeah. it. Check it out. To kind of touch on what you were saying, the the best part about this movie is that the clues are laid out, but mm-hmm. they're like almost too obvious, mm-hmm. and the movie does a really good job at making you go, "No, there's no fucking way. It's yeah. that easy. Correct. Yes. There's no fucking way. Yeah." Yep, and it brings it back around, and it's like, oh, that totally fucking makes sense. And yeah, uh, I would you gotta love that triple twist. I would love, I love the fact that Chris Evans was able to pull off a douchebag in this. It was so good. He would hit, he was so snide, and we you know we know him as Captain America now, but he he, he looked so snide. You wanted to slap him in the mouth the whole entire movie, and uh, he he was very very good. Everybody was very good. Something to be proud of. And that final scene at the very very end. This is one of my favorite things I ever seen on a screen where she just has that mug. Oh, it's so cool. All righty, excellent. So yeah, definitely check it out if you haven't seen it. Speaking of speaking about Daniel Craig, ah, yeah. to it. Speaking of Daniel Craig and Anna Damaris, because she's also in this film, a new trailer has dropped for No Time to Die, which is the new 007 film featuring Daniel Craig uh, and Anna Damaris. And I just want to say that it just looks fucking fantastic, bro. The shit is. I'm in hunk line and sinker. Uh, I think it would probably would have had me anyways. I like Spectre. Uh, you know, Spectre was the last movie that came out, and I thought it would, if it was going to be Daniel Craig's last one, it would be a good note to leave out on. But obviously, uh, we have a new adventure, and I, I mentioned this to to our, one of our buddies, Nikki, because he posted it on Facebook. I'm like, bro, I, in my opinion, and I want your opinion on this. It might be the best collection of Bond girls we've had ever. Period. In these movies, yeah, I'd say that's pretty accurate. Yeah, because uh, the new Double O agent, she's beautiful, absolutely gorgeous. I think she's going to be a very interesting character. Anna Damaris plays the CIA agent who's kind of uppity and like excited to be there. She looked gorgeous, and uh, I forget the other girl's name, but she was Inspector. She's very pretty. Uh, just might be the best collection of Bond girls in the, in the franchise. But um, you know, Rami Malek looks, looks, looks fantastic as the villain too. Man, this whole thing just I love it. Just love it. So sick. So good. What do you think? Super excited. Um, kind of same sentiment in regards to Spectre. It wasn't bad, but it wasn't per se good. I just think Daniel Craig had a really phenomenal run. Mm-hmm. Um, I- I'm excited, man. It's another Bond movie, and uh, I think this is like for sure, for sure, the last Craig Bond. Mm-hmm. And so I'm kind of excited to get into the new era of Mr. James Bond, 007. Yeah, uh, for sure. Uh, the trailer does a great job, and it's, it's still booked for november so hopefully that doesn't change because i know they pushed uh they pushed wonder woman back to october um the movie theaters are opened up and um i guess we shall wait and see what's going on with that uh the thing about the because a lot of these movies recently have been pushed back and with the movie theaters opening up you would think that you know they would want something in theaters i hope and me and john were talking about this i hope that they don't um keep pushing movies back to the point where there's nothing to see in the theaters you know what i mean well uh tenant is playing at the mm-hmm. moment so mm-hmm. i think there's a pretty good chance 
Yeah. Um, but that, that's my big fear is that these movies keep on getting pushed back and there's going to be nothing to see and the movie theaters won't survive that. You know, because now they're open and functioning and they have to pay staff and all of that. And uh, I want them to stay open because obviously the movie going experience is such a big deal to me. Uh, I'm planning on trying to go maybe this week, uh, this weekend, uh, to try to catch a film. It's been a minute. I also have uh, my birthday popcorn and uh, <laughs> drink available. So I'm quite excited. And hopefully um, we'll see how the execution of this is and hopefully they didn't fuck this up too hard as far as AMC opening back up and hopefully everything's clean and safe and all that good stuff because um I feel like um the COVID stuff I mean while obviously still a very serious deal is starting to slow down a little bit at least the overall paranoia about it and um hopefully we'll be able to return to some kind of normal relatively soon and the movie going experience at least for me is a big part of that so uh hopefully fingers crossed and uh but yeah no time to die looks fucking fantastic Good copy. Let's talk some more about movies that we're looking forward to. So Robert Pattinson's Batman has come to a screeching halt. Yep. Because he's contracted the COVIDs. Yep. Uh, so it turns out Robert Pattinson got the COVID. Yep. Uh, and obviously him being the star of the film, <laughs> that would uh, put the film to a halt. Um, from what I understand, he's not like deathly sick. Um, and it's just something, a situation where they're just trying to keep everybody safe and not put each other at risk. And so they put, they send him home for two weeks or whatever. And, uh, I think probably what, another week or so, they'll probably be able to resume assuming he doesn't have any kind of crazy after effects. So and also uh, assuming that nobody else got infected between the time that he got tested and the time he found out. Right. This is true. Yeah, this is true. Um, so yeah, I guess we'll have to wait and see what's going on with that. But, um, I, yes, I did hear this and I was quite bummed out about it. Um, I like I said, I don't think a week will change too much when it comes to like the release date and stuff like that. But you never know, and um, hopefully they'll be able to get get it cracking soon enough and get that movie made because we are excited, absolutely. Next up, good copy. Let's talk about Mulan. So uh, we mentioned how Mulan was dropping on Disney Plus, but with a, a premiere. Uh, you didn't see it, but Twitch just saw my finger quote. Uh, the premiere access for it for an additional $30, uh, you'll be able to watch Mulan. And I did. I, I did not buy it. Okay. I'm throwing that out there. My mom rented it for uh, for us. She wanted the baby to come over. We had Chinese food. I know. Um, but, yeah, so we watched it. A uh, couple things about it. Um, number one. I think the girl they picked to play Milan is very good. Uh, I just wish that she had a better movie. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, because, um, you know, when the movie was being made and when we saw trailers and stuff like that for it, we were to believe that it was more of like a realistic, again, finger quotes, uh, take on the Mulan story, like closer to the actual legend than to the cartoon. Uh, and with certain aspects of that, it is very true. However, what I didn't like the most about the film is that it went full crouching tighter, hidden dragon with the flying around combat. Uh, did not expect that. Did not want that for this film. I wanted it to be like an actual <laughs> Chinese, you know, battle. And it was very unrealistic in that regard. Um, and they kind of explained her um, her innate understanding of war. They kind of explained it in a way where it's just like something that uh, 
like a superpower almost that she could turn on and off and suppress and stuff like that. I just don't understand why they couldn't just go the route and be like, hey, she just has a firm understanding of war because it just makes sense to her. It's kind of like that line from Go Hunting where he's like, you know, Beethoven, you know, he saw he saw a piano. He could just play. Right. Mozart, he could just play. That's the way I wanted it to be with her. She could just play when it comes to the whole war and fighting thing. But they made it like a superpower. And I didn't really like that too much. And with that being said, you know, we were told uh, about the film that, hey, it doesn't have Mushu. It doesn't have the songs because we're trying to keep it realistic. Well, with the whole flying around bullshit, might as well had fucking Mushu because a talking dragon would have been the least uh, of our worries when it comes to that. You know? Yeah, go go dig up uh, Eddie Murphy. Right. Um, so I really wanted to like this movie. Uh, you and I talked about it. I, I think I mentioned for sure it was one of, uh, one of the movies – that I was most looking forward to when it comes to the Disney live action remakes. And, uh, for me, um, it's, it's not better than the, the, the cartoon version, the animated version. Uh, and it slips right into the category like the rest of them, where there's really no reason for it to exist, uh, other than to make a quick buck. So that is unfortunate because that is not what I wanted for this movie. I really, really wanted to like this movie, Gabe, you, you know, this, and um, it's a very skippable movie, so I would not recommend yeah. going out of your way for that. What did uh, What did the architect say in that one song? Nothing is sacred. Yeah, something like that. And that's basically where we're at on this. Now, um, I was hoping that this would be a turning point for the Disney live action films. I was hoping that maybe uh, this would be the, the step in the right direction, and that I wouldn't have to be deathly scared of what they're going to do to Hercules. <sighs> Turns out we should <laughs> we should do a, a bingo scorecard for the terrible shit we think Disney's going to do to our beloved franchises, right? And um, yeah, so it turns out that I'm, I'm going to be deathly afraid of what they're going to do to Hercules because I love Hercules is one of my favorite Disney films, and I'm really scared of what they're going to do to it. They're um, going to do to Hercules what Scorpion King did to the Mummy. Ooh, that's deep, Gabe. You're cutting deep with that one. Yeah, you well, remember that one. The first Scorpion King wasn't that bad. No, but then we got three more. Yeah, that's true. And then another Mummy movie. That's true. You're right about that. Uh, but yeah, I I get it, and um, I just wished it was better. I really wanted it to be better. <laughs> I really, really did. So, like I said, hard skip. I would not recommend uh, a D minus, and uh, oh, okay. let's move onward with this. Copy that. So The Walking Dead is coming to a wrap uh, with the uh, 10th season. Oh, that was the 11th season. Uh, whatever. Who care. cares? Yeah, who cares? Uh, <laughs> yeah. But finally, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I would say about six seasons too late, but uh, teach their own. I know it has an audience still. I don't know who that audience is, but I know it, it exists somewhere, obviously. <laughs> uh, I stopped watching The Walking Dead sometime after the prison. Uh, and I think... Uh, oh, wow. You hopped off early. Yeah. Um you know, because I, I, because that that first season was really boring to me. Uh, but I watched it. You know, I could admit that it was like well made and well put together. But to me, I don't know. I just, I it was kind of boring. And then season two really ramped up, and then season three really, really ramped up, and then it kind of got really good. And then it just took a hard dip, and it's been dipping ever since. And it lost my attention. I think the last time I really, 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 really stopped paying attention is when they killed Glenn off. And I'm like, I'm not interested because Glenn was my favorite character. So, um, yeah, yeah, I mean, you know, the show 
undoubtedly took some turns that the audience didn't like. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it's hard to ignore the importance that this IP had on the entire zombie genre as a whole. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, gone on for as long as it did, um, The Walking Dead is still like a monumental cornerstone and is part of the zombie revival, which we covered on the Exploration Podcast, by the way. Ooh. But, uh, but, but I mean, no, you know, like cross promotions aside, I, <laughs> it, it, it's it's undoubtable. Yeah. You know? No, it, for, it's undoubtedly. for sure. It's it's almost uh, the show's been around almost so long that the zombie thing is starting to become cool again. <laughs> you know? Yeah, we went through almost another full cycle. <laughs> yeah, of course. You know, it's so strange. Um, but good for them. I mean, they had a, a great run. Apparently, they are going to be doing a spinoff with um, uh, Norman Reedus and the lady who plays I forget her name. Uh, but apparently, they're going to have like a spinoff. I guess, but the main story arc storyline is going to be over with. But from what I understand, and you could correct me if I'm wrong, didn't they run out of comic book material like a long time ago? I have no idea. I never kept up with either the show or the comic. Okay, because uh, I'm pretty sure I've heard that that they ran out of the the comic book material quite 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 some time ago. So they were kind of writing their own stuff. So. Um, or maybe that was fucking it, Game of Thrones. That might have been it. <laughs> Whatever. Point being, um, I think it's time for it to go. And, uh, like I said, had a good run. Ten years, man. That's nothing to fucking scoff at, man. That's a long fucking time to be on TV. Especially with nowadays when fucking, uh, what do you, the Americans don't even like good TV anymore. Like, they have a million fucking, uh, guest, uh, guest who the singer is shows out there on Fox and shit. And, um, so I'm glad that it was able to stick around at least a little bit. So, good for them. And I guess we're moving on. So, I, I'm going to say two words about this next movie and you're going to tell me whether you're in or not. All right? Bloomhouse Productions. Yeah, why not? <laughs> so, Bloomhouse Productions is working on a movie called Freaky. Uh it stars Vince Vaughn <laughs> and some Oh wow. Some He's back. Yeah. Some unna- unnamed unknown blonde chick who's just here to be a pretty girl. Uh so, the premise of the films and tell me if you've heard this before. A criminal and a teenage girl switch bodies. He is living life through her body, or through, through his body, or vice versa. She is living through his body, and he is living through her body. Tell me if you heard the, pro- the plot premise for that before. Hang on, yeah, that, that, <laughs> I, I swear I saw a comedy like that in the early two thousands or something. Yeah, it probably featured Robert Schneider, and because it did. But the 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 the, the switch here or the difference here is that instead of just being like. A guy who robs people. The criminal is a slasher villain. And I, I feel like I've also seen that premise <laughs> done though. I feel like that was like Treehouse of Horror, like eight or nine. Uh you know, maybe. Um but that is essentially what this new uh film is. It's called Freaky. I guess it's just some kind of homage to like a Freaky Friday kind of a situation. That is my assumption. But it also comes out as Hot Chicks, which is that Rob Schneider movie that we talked about. And uh, I saw the trailer for it, and my wife is all over this because, of course, she is. Like I said, she she got you say Bloomhouse, and she's all over it. Uh, now me, I'm a little bit more skeptical because <laughs> uh, I think it looks like shit. But um, it is Blumhouse Bloomhouse's next project. So, okay, counter proposal. Counter okay. proposal. Okay. We go back to the '70s, right? Okay. And we have the main cast of a new hope and switch bodies with 
the band members of ABBA. And then we make Star Wars a proper space opera. How do we feel? Oh, uh, fuck you. I'm, I'm ending the stream. That's too much. I can't. That's that, that. I mean, actually. Genius. <laughs> now that you mention it. <laughs> and they're going to be walking into the Death Star talking about money, money, money. <laughs> I kind of like that Wait, game. Wait, hang on. Wait, they're almost like the same premise. The first Mamma Mia film is she's trying to find her dad. Oh, my God. Here we fucking Yo! go. <laughs> write that down. Write that down. <laughs> Here we go. See, Gabe, like, Gabe loves Mamma Mia. Don't let him get it twisted. He loves that shit. I also love ABBA, so that you helps do? a lot. What is the deal with that? Hey, man, as far as I'm concerned, the only people allowed to horny tweet are ABBA. That's it. <laughs> what? <laughs> Have you, like, listened to the lyrics? I mean, I, I know. I mean, I, the music is fun, I guess. Um, but I just, I, I think ABBA is a little off-brand for you, I must admit. Out of all the bands I listen to, ABBA's the one that you're like, all right, man, it's kind of weird. Yeah, that for sure. Yeah, we're not. We're just gonna look past like Rectal Smegma. We're gonna look past no, that's Waka Flocka. That, that's on brand. That is, that, that, <laughs> if you, matter of fact, if you had me write down your brand, I'm pretty sure those two bands, those two artists, are the first ones that I write down. Listen, uh, here, here's my consensus on the whole ABBA thing. Right? Okay. There's two types of people. There are mm-hmm. people who like ABBA and liars. Yes, I agree. I, I agree with that. You cannot tell me that they did not write hits because they 100% did. No, are you kidding me? Every album is the best of album that, as far as I'm concerned. That, I mean, they had hits for sure. But that's like saying people people saying that they never uh, sung along to um, uh, Saturday Night Fever and stuff like that. Like, of course you did. We all did. You know what I mean? But Yeah, but, like, but, but here's the thing, though. Singing along to Saturday Night Fever is in style again we went through that whole cycle did we yeah hmm. so it's like not a weird thing if you know like all the lyrics to it yeah i guess it was also not like all those like uh ironic uh goofy guy walking cool down the street you know kind of a situation but yeah i mean like i said they got some hits for sure and uh i, I you know i admit that i like them but i would not uh put them near the top of my list there game Oh, okay. That's fine. <laughs> I'm not asking for that. Okay. I simply ask for you to admit that Gimme Gimme is a fucking banger. Yeah, that is sh- a no skip in my car. That is like <laughs> consecrated ground. You know that? Oh, my God. I mean, fair enough. Whatever. They had some good songs, man. I'm just saying. What's your favorite ABBA song? Uh, take a chance. Oh, that's, that's a banger. That's a banger, bro. I mean, what can you say? Waterloo. Yeah, but, yeah. There's some good stuff in there for sure. But yeah, all right. Episode 163 will be dedicated to <laughs> Abba. I don't know all their I... all their movie appearances, all the gaming appearances, and then we're gonna do music reviews of their entire discussion. I don't know if I could digest that much Abba, though. I must admit. No, that's that's totally fine. I'm just <laughs> let's talk into gaming. Wait, wait, hold, so, on, uh, hold on, hold on, before, yeah, before ahead, I move on. So uh, I started to get into Hannibal. Okay, Hannibal, the NBC show that got canceled a couple years ago. Um, featuring Mads Mikkelsen as one Hannibal Lecter, and um, I'm, I want to say I'm almost done with the first season. There's three seasons total, I believe. You need to watch that, like immediately. Copy that because it is fucking fire. It is so good. It hits the tones just right, and it's gonna. This is gonna sound fucked up. I know it's gonna sound fucked up, but you know this is the episode where we say some fucked up shit. Every time I watch an episode, I get a little bit hungry. <laughs> I mean, not the 
raunchiest thing you said? Pretty, I, mean, I mean, up there. He <laughs> not not Dude, the worst, bro. Adriana's like, mm, now I want stew. I'm like, that's disgusting. <laughs> now you want fava. <laughs> but they, I love, and my favorite thing about the show is that every episode is named after a French dish. Nice. Yeah. And he find he has they have a way about making these foods look good. So, um, but yeah, so definitely check out Hannibal on NBC. I'm gonna put that down just so um, you know you can get that going, and then maybe maybe we can have a conversation about it if you start watching it. All right. I got one more thing on the uh, movies, TVs, and book docket. Sure. Um, do you remember when we had that one night <laughs> where we indulged in some flour? Yeah, uh-huh. I do remember. Uh, uh, and you remember the Eric Andre skits I showed you guys? Yeah. He's back. Is, is he back? After like, fuck, like six years of hiatus. Yeah, he's back. October 5th on Adult Swim. I am so ready. <laughs> yeah. So what is somebody, I think you, did you say this? Somebody's like, they should just replace Ellen with Eric Andre and just keep the show named Ellen. <laughs> uh, I think that was a tweet. Okay, it was but, a tweet. Um, okay, cool. It was a tweet, but uh, the Eric Andre show, man, I cannot give it enough praise it is the most absurd wacky wild i feel like if you stayed up late at night in 2012 to, to you know just to watch adult swim and you mm-hmm. saw this come on at midnight you're like dude that was a total fever dream that's not a real show <laughs> it's a fever dream that's uh, yeah uh, yeah when you put it on because i haven't had a whole lot of um exposure to it i mean i've seen like the memes and stuff like that obviously uh but then you put it on i'm like this is just like the most strange offbeat like comedy I've ever seen, but I, I kind of like. It's, it's an anti-talk show. That yeah. was the whole premise. <laughs> like, um, it's oh on Hulu. For anybody who hasn't seen it, please, sweet baby Jesus, Hannibal Burris. I've seen him live. Absolutely hilarious, man. Him and Eric Andre have this chemistry. Yeah, like a cadaver and the mortician. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. That that's yeah. I definitely have to check that out because me and John are like that was. We talked about it actually the other day. I'm like that was the strangest shit. She's like, right. I'm like, but I kind of liked it. It was just so peculiar and off the wall. And like you said, cause it's like, like it's one of those things like, and you kind of mentioned it, but like you're flipping through channels at like three o'clock in the morning and you're like, what's this? And then you're just sitting there like flabbergasted that it's actually like a real thing that people watch. You know what I mean? You're like, that's weird. That's a weird thing that I just saw. So I uh, mean, if anybody was going to show you that it was going to be me. Yeah, this is true. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I probably have to agree with that. I couldn't think of anybody else to bring, <laughs> bring that level of weirdness to my house. But your, your wife is going to be like, Jacob, your white boy is acting up again. <laughs> right. It's so. Not the pants these times. <laughs> uh, the pants, the controversial pants. Anyways, so yeah, I'm definitely checking that out. Let me know when it comes up, and uh, I definitely have to take a look. <laughs> Good copy. Let's make a real buttery smooth transition into gaming. So Microsoft announced that they're going to be doing an Xbox Series S. Um, I think this is a super smart move. So uh, this is the $300 variant. It's slightly less powerful than the Xbox Series X, and I'll be launching alongside with it. This one's more geared towards gaming in 1440p as opposed to the 4K. Um, I think this is a super smart move. We saw how well the 360 did when they dropped it to $300 and so Mm -hmm. on and so forth, Um, especially with, because we still don't know the price of the PlayStation 5. Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. I think Microsoft's doing everything they can to get a head start on Sony. I agree. And I think it's a really smart move. And you you know me, man. I play both sides of the coin. I Mm -hmm. went from an iPhone to an Android, and I went from a 360 to a PS4 and so on Mm -hmm. and so forth, right? Mm -hmm. Um, This is going to come down to 
the exclusives and, and kind of it, it's going to be a mixed bag man it's not going to be like a console dominated generation mm-hmm. it's going to be a very very mixed bag and i'm kind of excited mm-hmm. wasn't this thing like very small too yeah, so this one looks like a like a boombox, a really small boombox or speaker of sorts. Yeah, it looked like whereas, a like a Google Nest of something like something like that. That's what whereas it, the larger one looks like a small fridge. So <laughs> yeah, right. Um, yeah, I thought this was kind of an interesting move, and like you said, I think they're kind of getting the jump, uh, kind of taking the sizzle out of uh, Sony's steak, so to speak. Um, they are going to give us information tomorrow, and I expect a price to be dropped because the speculation on the price has been huge. Um, when it comes to gaming, and I guess we'll have to wait and see. But yeah, it looked kind of cool. It maybe if, like you said, it maybe if they have like a like a cheaper version, maybe I'll be able to pick it up one day and play fucking Gears finally. Um, oh man, you're gonna be able to play Gears on your computer. Well, you, you can now. You just need a better graphics card. But correct the, the 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 simple fact that you can go right now after the show and buy Gears of War, and then we can all swear at each other at four in the morning. <laughs> Talk about how this is bullshit. <laughs> yeah, man. I, I, you know, like I, I've mentioned this numerous times on the podcast. You know, uh, obviously, I'm not an Xbox guy, but if there was one game that I could bring over, that would be Gears of War. I'm sorry. I got a quick little story. Sure. Uh, so years, years, years ago, I had this girl over at my house, right? Mm-hmm. And we were playing Halo Three, right? Okay. And so, first of all first mistake she did was coming over second mistake she did was challenging me on my own fucking turf on my own fucking game right mm-hmm. so i totally mopped the floor with this poor girl right mm-hmm. and she karate chops me in the <laughs> that's the story that's it um and then you're like oh sorry mom go to bed <laughs> that's a good one. uh something something fragrant slip <laughs> right. Anyways, uh, oh, okay. So that's that's kind of she cry chopped you in the Adam's apple, huh? Adriana doesn't even play with me anymore, bro. I can't even get her to play Minecraft with me because I because <laughs> I fucking tried to knock her down holes and stuff like that. Oh man, get her to play Fall Guys with you, and then <laughs> and then in a couple hours, tell call me to be like, hey man, can I crash at your place for a week? <laughs> hey man, don't sleep on Fall Guys. That shit's sun. Uh, hey, I have it, so me let me know. All right, cool. Let's check that out. But uh, for sure, for sure. Yeah, very cool. Uh, Let's keep moving. So, Black Ops Cold War multiplayer reveal. Uh, So, I was honestly just expecting like a trailer and like a brief little snippet on what they were working on and stuff like that. Uh, But they gave us like a full-blown like (laughs) PowerPoint slide presentation of uh, some of the things that they are doing. Uh, from what I'm understanding, because I've seen a lot of footage from the game for people who played it on Alpha and all that, is that it feels very similar to Modern Warfare 2019, uh, but obviously it has that Black Ops feel to it. Um, and I, I kind of like it. I kind of like the, the the way that they went with this. Uh, I love a lot of the art design that they are, that they chose to make the maps look. They made them look a particular way. Uh, the maps that they showed off looked all looked different from each other, which is fun. Um, the big ship one is the most intriguing to me. They also announced a variety of different game modes that they're going to be introducing into the game, including VIP escort and that big, uh, like basically ground war with like the tanks and stuff like that. And, um, yeah, man, I saw, I, I watched basically all of it live and, uh, it looked pretty good. It looked pretty good to me. What do you think? Um, I'm kind of in that weird phase where I don't really care about uh, the multiplayer anymore. <laughs> okay. 
Um, it, it looked fine. It looked fun. The introduction of new game modes, new mechanics, new maps is always interesting to see. But, um, you know, we're both very excited for Black Ops 4. We both had very high expectations. And I'm standing my ground on this one, man. Kyle Duty Modern Warfare is kind of the apex of Call of Duty. And so now what is Cold War going to do to top that? Because this, this, this game is in it for the long haul, this last Call of Duty. Yeah, I would have to agree with you in uh, uh, some ways with that. But the most interesting thing that I took away from it was Warzone. So, um, the, for the first time, they mentioned this in their presentation, for the first time in Call of Duty history, they are sharing assets between um, studios uh, for the sole purpose of being able to integrate that stuff into Warzone. So, Warzone will carry on after uh, Modern Warfare's life cycle comes to an end. Uh, Warzone will carry on, but it'll be under the Cold War banner. Uh, they're going to be adding additional assets, you know, weapons, and probably a new map and all that stuff into um, into the formula. Yes. But uh, what the hell? That thing is not it's not playing on from you, is it? Who put Groovy Bot? Who put Groovy in here? <laughs> that was me. Well, can you not? <laughs> I played our favorite sound clip. Oh, okay. Um, so, um, yeah. So. That I thought that was the most interesting thing about it, which is what, would explain why they tried to felt they kind of felt the need to kind of make it feel similar uh, to each other because they will have to share at least some part of the game with each other. And um, I'm generally curious about what they're going to do with that moving forward. But honestly, I'm super intrigued about the story of this game. And like you said, multiplayer, um, you know, it's, it's Call of Duty, you know. Uh, but I'm really intrigued with the storyline of this game, especially since we didn't have one the last time around, you know. So um, kind of interesting. Uh, and at the end, of course, typical to um, how these things work, they gave us a little zombie teaser at the end. Did you see? Did you see that at all? No, I didn't. Yeah, they dropped a little zombie teaser, which honestly I thought zombies wasn't going to be here. I did not think that they were going to do it. Uh, I just thought Warzone would kind of fill that gap and have they, everybody would kind of move on. Um, but, yeah. So, with the teaser of the zombie things, and you might appreciate this, there's apparently there was a staircase. They showed off a staircase from Nocturne to, Nocturne to, to Toten. So, they showed off that. And, apparently, there's a, a little room that they showed that looks similar to something that we saw in Transit. So, Transit's probably being... Uh, I want to. I don't want to say hated because I think hated would be a strong word. One of the more you know, this one of the more disliked, um, you know, um, maps of all time. Uh, looks like they're might be trying to remake it, redo it a little bit better. So I thought that was kind of interesting. Cool. What do, you, what do you think about zombies? You get you interested in zombies at all? Even new, new takes on old maps. Um, yeah, why not? Mm-hmm. Um, you can only go up with transit. True. That's, that's a very good point, actually. Yeah, for sure. So um, it looked it looked pretty good. Uh, something to be proud of, and uh, I'm sure it'll play fine. But with that being said, I noticed something on Amazon. So um, I was clicking around. I'm like, oh, I wonder if they, you could pre-order the new game because they were talking about how you're able to pre-order it. And I pulled it up. I'm like, oh, look at that. They already have uh, the PS5 version available to pre-order. I'm like, okay, sweet. Uh, $70 is the game. Uh, the game is ten dollars more than what it was in the previous generation, and for, I kind of looked around and noticed that that was kind of like that for every game that's coming out this new generation. So I don't know about you, 
I haven't really heard a whole lot about them increasing the prices to the games this generation, but that looks like it's going to be the play moving forward. What do you think? I hate this so much. <laughs> um, do you remember when games were $40? I do, yeah. Do you remember when that jumped to 50 and now the norm is 60 Mm-hmm. And now the norm is 60 and you don't get everything because mm. the season passed. Mm-hmm. <sighs> when are we going to stop? Uh, my buddy, because I was talking to him, I'm like, bro, what the fuck? He's like, yeah, I noticed that too. He's like, might as well just buy the special edition of every game because it's fucking only $20 more expensive or shit and shit like that. I'm like, right? Uh, $70 is a lot, man. Yeah. Hey, you're 30 short of 100, you know? Yeah. Because with 60, you could be like, oh, it's only $10 more, and I'm still 40 away from 100. But yeah. 70 with tax, you're going to be paying like 75, 78 bucks. Yeah. Yeah, you're getting close to that, that $100 mark. A little bit too close for comfort. And um, they can do it, you know, because uh, gamers are hard headed, <laughs> you know? And um, we keep on buying the stuff because this is a pastime. This is what we do. And I feel like more so than ever, uh, they're just taking advantage of us. This last, yeah, we'll 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 have to see if that seventies firm or if that's like a placeholder. Yeah, we'll have to wait and see. Um, because oh, speaking of the whole Call of Duty thing, they're talking about it being like cross generational and stuff. But I looked at the even the the in you know the in game store because they have it like the digital download version of it. Uh, you could buy it cross generational for seventy bucks, and it'll carry from one generation to the next. So that's why I thought it was seventy there. I'm like, oh, that that kind of makes sense because you're kind of buying two games, kind of sort of. I thought that made sense to me, but um, yeah, seventy dollars is going to be. It looks like it's going to be the norm moving forward, and I don't particularly like it. I don't like it at all. So I guess we'll have to wait and see. You know what I'm saying? Yes, yes, we will. All righty, let's get moving. Uh, So Ubisoft is making a remake. Uh, Do you remember a game called The Prince of Persia? I do. The Sands of Time? I do. The best Prince of Persia? Yeah. Yeah, boy, I'm fucking ready for this. (laughs) Yo, you like it then, okay. Cool. I I actually really liked this game. Mm -hmm. Um, I didn't finish it because I had a fucking snowball's chance in hell against one of the boss fights. Mm -hmm. Um just because I like my rewinds were all fucked up and I couldn't get past it. But I'm super excited because I thought this game was awesome. It was like the Assassin's Creed before Assassin's Creed. Yeah. Had a lot of fun mechanics, had a really unique aesthetic. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm excited, man. Bring it back for like 30, 40 bucks and you got my money. Yeah, for sure. Um, I, the thing about uh, Prince of Persia is that if you fuck up on a platforming thing, you could just continuously fuck over that until yep. inter- until eternity. <laughs> you know? Yeah, and I, I had a couple of those. Hopefully, they add some sort of checkpoint system in yeah. there where you can restart from a checkpoint if you run out of rewinds. For sure, for sure, for sure. Yeah, man, that's cool. Uh, I think it's a franchise that can use a little bit of love. We've mentioned that a time or two, and uh, this is one of the games from that era when we were kids that you know that really stuck out. You know. Um, so I think it's going to be kind of cool. No? Yeah, I think it'll be a blast. I'm excited to see what they do with it. And um, Ubisoft kind of stepping their game up recently. Just a little bit. Just a Just little bit. Just a little bit. You know, we, we haven't got a full Splinter Cell remake, but uh, we know <sighs> Sam Fisher's alive and well. <laughs> For sure. Uh, speaking of which, before we move on, uh, I, I, I got the Tony Hawk, the Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 and 2 remakes. And I want to talk about it real quick. So... um. 
It's been a while since I played. Th- uh, I was going to say Thug One and Thug Two again. Uh, Pro Skater One and Pro Skater Two, and um, I don't recall it feeling. I don't want to say stiff. Stiff is not the word I'm looking for. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm gonna go with stiff for the lack of a better term. It, it felt kind of stiff that the, this version of the game, uh, and I'm gonna compare it to skateboarding. You know, like uh, you know when you get on a skateboard for the first time and you don't know what you're doing. Like the trucks are really stiff, like they don't move or uh, carve as well as they probably should, and you loosen up with that bad boy, and then you get, you know, that and he feels better. Uh, I just think it's a matter of them taking the game and kind of trying to be as true to how it felt and. It was back then before they kind of had perfected the formula. Um, so this remake or th- uh, 20, uh, Pro Skater 1 and Pro Skater 2 um, was that equivalent of your trucks being too tight, right? Uh, while Thug 1 and Thug 2 was like that nice, loose kind of uh, kind of a feel. Overall, uh, I like the presentation of the game. It looks really cool. Love the soundtrack. Soundtrack is banging. I actually uh, live streamed it a little bit yesterday. Um, I could, but obviously I had to play with the music down because I don't know what the rules <laughs> the rules are as far as that goes. They should really work that out. Um, but um, overall, I, I'm having fun with it. Multiplayer, very seamless. Uh, you would think a game like that would have a lot of lag. Uh, I really haven't experienced any. Uh, so that's something to be commended. Uh, that you know the game feels good and it's a lot of fun and the maps look beautiful and uh, the creative skater is very intuitive and obviously you can make them ridiculously over the top but you could also make them look like characters in the game that actually exist. Uh, I like the new roster of people and um, Tony Hawk Pro Skater feels good and uh, I'm, maybe it's just me because I'm not uh, being not not able to combo as well as I used to. So it could be my fault that it doesn't feel like the way it used to feel in my hands. But um, you know. Um, I'm liking it. And I made an association the other day. I think the reason why I'm good at Mortal Kombat is because I was good at Tony Hawk. Um, not a total reach. I can see that. Because think about it. Like, a lot of the kind of actions are kind of similar. You know, if you want to do this move, it's forward square. And what is that? It's a kickflip, right? So you do stuff like that for a little bit. And special moves are what? Special moves in Tony Hawk are what? Down, side, circle, right? Uh, depends on which Tony Hawk, but usually, yeah. yeah or just just an example, right? What's the special move in Mortal Kombat? Down, si- down, side, circle. I made that association the other day because, like I said, it felt similar. And I'm like, this is kind of like playing Mortal Like, you know how you just get it? Like, when you play Mortal Kombat, like, you kind of like... You just feel it? Yeah, you just feel it. I'm like, that's how I felt about it. And I'm like, man, there's a, Mortal Kombat's the only game that kind of feels like that in my hands. I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> put two and two yeah, together, ladies I, and gentlemen. I put two and two together on that one. So, Tony Hawk, man, a lot of fun. Check it out. Uh, hopefully, they get, like, a cross-platform... Um, version of it so we'll be able to play uh in, in the parks together and multiplayer and competition i think it'd be fun it'll for sure be fun. hell yeah so uh yeah they brought back a lot of the classic game modes like graffiti and all that stuff so yeah for sure definitely check it out if you get uh you have some extra time on your hands for sure good copy sir good copy and next up oh uh music news and reviews so we got a couple albums coming out mm-hmm. uh this week friday so we'll have those on the agenda mm-hmm. uh notably Fit for a King has an album dropping that I want to do a review on. Cool. But I wanted to bring up that uh, Fender released some sales numbers, and this year has been their best-selling year ever, period. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it comes to no surprise with a lot mm-hmm. of time being um, spent in isolation and in quarantine. People mm-hmm. have picked up guitars. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just thought it was kind of a cool little fun fact to, to kind of bring up here. That's very cool. Uh, I'd imagine uh, 
I imagine video game sales are up. I'd imagine computer parts sales are up. I'd imagine streaming is up. I'd imagine stuff like that are up a lot this year. You know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. So, yes, sir. Sounds about right. Yeah, because like you said, a lot of people are just sitting at home trying to find ways to fill time. And there's that guy who played guitar when he was 13, and now he's 26. He's like, hey, man, it's been a minute. I got a lot of time on my hands. Why don't I try to learn how to play again? Kind of like me. Uh, <laughs> so, um, yeah, I, I'm not, that doesn't surprise me one bit. And good for Fender. Good for all these guitar companies. I'm sure they're all making good money right now. So, um, very, very cool. Uh, but yeah, man, that's got to be the thinnest our uh, our music news and reviews has ever been because that's it. That's, that's it. it. Uh, hopefully the uh, musical year picks up a bit. Mm-hmm. We haven't been keeping up with some of the newer bands. Maybe we should. Mm-hmm. And uh, maybe, maybe I'll go search some out this week and we can do some reviews. Absolutely. Because that's, that's on my agenda too this week. Like I said, I, I came across some bands that are some sounds that I liked, some songs that I liked. Uh, I'm going to do a little bit more of a deep dive and try to get back into it. Um, just because, I'm, like I said, I haven't really been listening to a whole lot of music in general. I've been playing a lot of games. And uh, like I said, I got the new card collecting hobby. So I've been doing a lot of that recently. Um, Man, i just been bumping Sanction and The Plot in You mm-hmm. and Fever War. I'm on like a, like a top album's recent kick. Yeah, for sure. Like I said, I've been listening to a lot of Lincoln Park. And if it's not Lincoln Park, it's a lot. Of, I've been listening to a lot of podcasts again. I find it fun. This is just me because, again, sports fan. I find it fun to listen to sports podcasts when my teams are doing well. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, it makes it easier to digest. And, um, yeah, man. So that's what I've been into. Not a whole lot of music, which is strange coming from me, I know. But, um, yeah, we'll, we'll try to get back into it and hit the ground running maybe next week with a couple of reviews, a couple of new artists that you guys could check out and all that good stuff. But, um, Gabe, is that all we got? I think that's all we got for 162. Absolutely. I'll tell you what. <laughs> Stop. All righty, guys. Thank you guys for checking us out. Uh, if you hopped in the stream, we appreciate it. Uh, you know, you guys know the whole deal. Like, subscribe, all that good stuff. This will be going up on YouTube tomorrow. It'll also be posted up tomorrow uh, because I got a baseball game to watch. And, uh, yeah, thanks, you guys, for checking us out. And until next time, folks, deuces. Cool. All righty, Twitch. You get to go, too. Thank you guys for checking us out. Until next time, goodbye.